At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN, hour number two on a Friday night from the Circus Sportsbook. As always, appreciate the crew stopping on by in that first hour. And we'll see if uh, things get a little better for Derek Stevens and company because they were crushed pretty good by St. Peter's winning. Tom was pretty happy about that. And oh, by the way, during the break, any more cigar bets you want to make? I mean, you got to strike while the iron's hot, right? Mm-hmm. We still have one, too, Kansas and Duke. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even come in. Like, I won that Villanova bet so badly. I didn't even tweet it out. I just, you know, I was like, I don't want to. What was the Villanova bet you won? Oh. When over-under seeding? Yeah. But yeah. I've been acknowledging that that was a. I know. Just content creator for me. Oh, okay. So when you lose them, it's just content creator. Yeah, pretty got much. It. I got it. Yeah. Hey, hold like, on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to scratch this out because I, I checked the wrong one. I meant to check Tyler Boyd, Super Bowl catches, and I checked Malik Willis, no first. So mm. Scratch that out. Feeling pretty good about himself today. Feeling great. Yeah. I mean, hey, everybody can't give out plus 670 and plus 400 dogs back-to-back nights. Same week I gave out Buffalo plus 195. I think it was Tuesday. Nightcap is hot right now, man. You're part of the nightcap, so that means you're hot too. Internally. And social media wise. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go back and find some good clips. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Oh, uh, to update the UCLA North Carolina game, second half just started. Is Auburn still playing? Or are they out? Uh, the Bruins have extended their lead. They're up 33 28, North Carolina. Just with a layup, though. So now it's 33 30. This looks like it's gonna be a great game, by the way. Yeah, once again, your halftime number, uh, South Point, I saw, got as high as one and a half in favor of UCLA, who had that 31-28 lead. So, I'll tell you one thing, watching uh, watching Jaime Jaquez right there, he looks just fine. You know, look that, like he's shooting just that, fine. That ankle does not look like an issue. And that was, you know, that was a thought in a lot of people. That You know, it, it's just so funny, Sean, to think. And, and the St. Peter's thing doesn't really surprise me that much that the public was all over them because they're the fun story. It's, you know, the 15 seed, you're getting a lot of points. So that made sense to me. 
Providence was a little surprising because Kansas is this name brand and the public was all over Providence and they got the cover 66, 61 uh, Kansas wins, uh, but Providence does get the cover. And then UNC UCLA, I guess that doesn't surprise me. It felt like UNC was a pretty public dog when they went out right over Baylor uh, catching five and a half and they were catching two and a half here. Some places closed. They went down to two, then back up to two and a half. Um, but yeah, two two massive brands. I tell you what, though, man, it is it is setting up for. Um, I mean, the TV executives, I'm sure, would have loved nothing more than Duke Gonzaga uh, tomorrow night. But you know, Duke Arkansas still a pretty cool story rematch of the '94 national championship. Listen, all the TV people are dreaming of is a Duke North Carolina oh, yeah. or Duke Kansas. Oh, are you kidding me? Title game. That's Imagine what they that. Because if not Duke from that side, I mean. Hey, Villanova's a good program, but they aren't doing anything for the ratings, you know? No, it would, if it was Duke-Kansas, Coach K's final game that Monday night, I mean, it, it might be the highest-rated college basketball game. I don't want to say ever because I don't know, you know, when we had, like, two channels, Sean, I don't know right. if it was a game. Like, Bird and, and, and uh, Magic, I think that game was on tape delay, by the way. Uh, <laughs> that might have been higher. North Carolina's taking the lead here, 34-33. Uh, and Miami-Iowa State kind of setting basketball back a little bit. Uh, with, but this was to be expected uh, with, with Iowa State and the way that they play. And this, I mean, I, t- I tell you what about this UCLA-UNC game that we're watching right now. And this is some high-level basketball. It is. It's very well played. This is some high-level basketball. And again, I want to tip my hat to Hubert Davis. I don't think he's gotten enough credit. I mean, this is his first year as a head coach, right? Uh, yeah. And he took a team that kind of didn't have an identity trying to find their way the whole first half of the season. He, he tightened up the rotation slightly. And, I mean, he's got North Carolina in the Sweet 16 and the lead with 17 minutes and 11 seconds left in this game. And uh, that's amazing for a guy in his first year, you know, as a as a college head, head coach, you know. So, I mean, he's doing an outstanding job. This is just some – this is almost, you know – It's an NBA t- caliber like game. like Texas Tech Duke uh, second half yesterday. I mean, they're just coming down and draining buckets left and right. This is some – High level stuff, and there's Jaime Jaquez. Uh, he looks uh, he really looks, healthy. He looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah. That uh, that ankle looks okay when he yeah. throws down a thunderous tomahawk dunk. God bless the dead. He wanted must have went to Kobe's blood doctor. I mean, <laughs> goodness gracious, that was uh, that was impressive. So UCLA back up three. Uh, your halftime line, just real quickly, checking what the first half was in Iowa State and Miami. Miami was minus two. With a total of 61 and a half. So the under looking good right now, uh, but uh, spread still in question. Still got two minutes to go. And, and Iowa State, you know, building houses with bricks Iowa right State now. Iowa State is bad on offense. Yes, they are. Boy. And that's the, so that's the funny thing. And once again, all kudos to you. But to me, the one of the biggest reasons I bet Purdue, not only was it a complete fade of everyone that you met out there, um, but it was their offense isn't very good. But they, you know, they made the plays that they needed to. They made the big shots down the stretch. Uh, I, I tweeted out a, a situation. It was 56-52. Purdue had the lead about four minutes to go. They come down. Travion Williams misses a shot. And then they get an offensive rebound. Jaden Ivey turns it over. One of his six on the night. And then they foul on a three-point shot. I mean, the situational awareness from Purdue wasn't there. And, you know, St. Peter's, though, what they did was, for the most part, 
When they got to the free throw line, they converted. Yeah, and I didn't question anything Shaheen Holloway did today, but I kind of second guessed slightly that decision because that particular run you're talking about, the starters had a four-point lead in the second half, and then he did that mass substitution where he brought the five backups in, and it went from you know St. Peter's up four to I think Purdue was up like what was it six? Uh, it was fifty-six, fifty-two. So four. So yeah. it was an eight-point swing. So. But, hey, like I said, that confidence is, is why they're here. He believes in his guys. And and uh, someone tweeted this out. Uh, I think it was uh, might have been Jeff Goodman, uh, covers college basketball. He said, the crazy thing is, even if they don't make this run, the Shaheen Holloway to Seton Hall, was, it was already a done deal. Like, he's, he's once Willard took that job at Maryland, Shaheen Holloway was going to his alma mater. And now, <laughs> you think about I mean, that press conference, man, Seton Hall fans are going to be, you know. I'll be honest. I He's not He's not. Saying after seeing what Hubert Davis has done at North Carolina, mm-hmm. what Jawan Howard has done at Michigan. Yeah. I mean, if I was a bigger program, I just, if I was Florida, you know, if I was. Uh, well, they already hired a guy. I know. I know. If I was Florida, what was the other big school that. Uh, Louisville. Louisville. Have they made a hire yet? Mm-hmm. You know, if, if I was some man, listen, I'd have to look long and hard at Shaheen Holloway. It's just something to be said, especially in 2022, about having a head coach that can relate. That they're still young enough to understand the mindset of these 15, 16, 17-year-olds you're going to be recruiting. And then the mindset of the 18 to 22s who are going to be playing for you. And, you know, you can see a, a, a shift starting to happen in college basketball with former players, you know, coming back and, and becoming head coaches. So, We'll see. I, th- I love the guy from San Francisco. He got Todd the, Golden. Yeah, he's the, at Florida. And then the LSU job was Murray State. Murray State. So Matt, Matt I mean, they've done it. So I get it. But uh, I'm just telling. I take a whole long, hard look at Shaheen Holloway as Iowa State scores. Is that a foul? Uh, I think a timeout was called Miami because oh. you don't you only get to carry three yeah. timeouts over to the second half. So Miami used their timeout. Three point game. Thirty-two twenty-nine. Uh, by the way. Up. By the way, Phil has weighed in on Twitter. He said, we, the listeners, don't really care that Derek Stevens is losing. As a matter of fact, we enjoy it. I get it. I lost, too. So that's where I'm kind of annoyed. But I'll, 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 what was his name? Phil. Phil. He didn't at me on that tweet. He just uh, added you, must have. Well, I, it's just a different perspective. I think one of the unique things about the nightcap is you actually have the owner of a major casino in Las Vegas that comes on the show every Friday and kind of disseminates – Oh, yeah. You know, some of the information that a viewer might not otherwise, you know, have access to. It's the same reason we bring on Chris Andrews and oh. Benny Mayula and those guys, because we want to give you different perspectives. Oh, d- look, Derek, Derek knows. And Derek's our guy. Der- and Derek knows. He's not upset. That No. He, he likes the action. It's part of the business. Yeah. He, he owns a sports book and, uh, and takes on the sharpest action in the world. So he knows losses are coming. And mm-hmm. He'll keep, I mean. Guess what? The lights will be on all throughout the night. They will. And they'll take their bets and, you know. By the way, I haven't. And, and the good thing for the, you know, here's the thing. A lot of people want money. And people who work for Circa, like uh, all the servers, guess what? They're getting better tips today than ever. They are. <laughs> and, you know, I'm kind of like uh, 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Uh, you know, Dice King when it comes to throwing the dice, but I haven't played in a while because it's been so packed. Like the tables have been like standing room only, and I don't really like to play dice. I'd rather go like at a dead hour when it's just me and maybe one other person. You know, I very rarely will shoot when you have a full table. I just, I don't like all the chips in the way, you know, and impacting the, the, how, how I'm throwing the dice and the way they roll, but. I mean, this place has been booming. By the way, quick uh, quick update. We're at, at the half, uh, Iowa State and Miami. So if you laid the two in the first half with the Canes, you're a winner, 32-29. to 29. A sweat if you had the under in the first half, but you did get home. That closed 61-and-a-half, Sean, and it lands on 61, 32-29. Miami with the lead going into the break. We'll get you that halftime line on the other side as uh, UNC and UCLA continue just to play Back and forth hoop, 14 and a half minutes to go. UCLA leading 42 to 39. Uh, we'll get you an updated live line on that game as well. So we are down to, what, 10 teams right now. And we will have an elite eight. And within a couple of hours, we'll have lines for you. We'll get some thoughts on tomorrow's games as well. That's the biggest St. Peter's fan in the world, Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. It is the Nightcap. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The college basketball season is in full swing. Grab a five hour energy to stay alert to watch all your favorite games. And if you stayed up late to see that intense overtime game, you're staying up late right now. Take a five-hour energy shot in the morning so you can energize your day. With zero sugar and an unbeatable blend of vitamins, nutrients, and caffeine, it's the perfect pick-me-up for getting stuff done. Go to 5hourenergy.com to find over 15 flavors to choose from. With flavors like grape, tropical burst, cherry, blue raspberry, and more, there's a flavor for everyone. Get a five-hour energy today. You don't need an energy drink to watch. UNC and UCLA, that is a fun basketball game yes, right now. 44 all, and UNC just regained the lead 46-44. to 44. Winner moves on to take on the stunning team of the tournament in St. Peter's. And uh, it, was an, it was a nice reminder because, you know, I had, um, I bet 
I had two region futures pre-tournament. It was Kansas at plus 215 to win their region. Mm -hmm. And then I had took Kentucky. Yeah, I did too. Don't worry about it. Don't feel bad. I did too. So I'm going to go. So here's what's going to happen. If St. Peter's wins on Sunday, I'm just going to go to the book and be like, look, I picked the team that lost to St. Peter's in the first round to win this. <laughs> can I get my money can back? I get, can I get a little something, something? Right. You know, I, I, I picked the right game. Can I get as, a refund? As UCLA, man. This is this game. Their ball movement has been incredible tonight. So when you look at these two teams and the matchup that, that looms there for St. Peter's, who I guess, I mean, at some point, I just got to stop doubting him. By the way, just going back to the, uh, man, what a move there, bro. Is that R.J. Davis? Yes, he's Oof. having a game. Man, he had a game I saw against it. Baylor, too. I saw it. I Oof. saw the one at Dukey. <laughs> That's true. I will say this. I have the avalanche on the uh, puck line. They were up 5-1. The game's now 5-3. What could go wrong? <laughs> um, Tonight, oh, my gosh, man. I just You keep looking up, and they're just burying shots. This uh, game is spectacular. These are two of the, the better teams that I've seen in the tournament. Yeah, I agree with that. And outside of uh, North Carolina's second half to Baylor. Oh, oh my, my gosh, gosh, man. This is insane. <laughs> RJ from deep. I mean, that's Caleb Love. Caleb Love. Wow. Oh, my goodness. I mean, this is some high level. Could hoops. we possibly get a North Carolina Duke National Championship? No. Final four. Oh, final four. Okay, yeah. they play in the final four. Yeah. Which they've never met. UNC and Duke have never met in the NCAA tournament. So this would be one of those times when the committee should be able to switch. Switch what? Coach K's last year, if you could potentially get Duke North Carolina national title game, oh. just switch the final four matchups. Oh, they'll be they'll be fine. They'll 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 be happy with it. If they get it to a final four, that'll, that'll be good enough. Yeah, they'll be fine. And I then think, get I think that Saturday and I then had... get Kansas Duke in the championship. That'd be something, man. Of course, I have uh, my, only, my only two futures are uh, Duke and Kansas. So you could, in theory, because tomorrow, well, so the second round, you get Duke, Michigan State, mm -hmm. you know, that pretty good rivalry. I even know Duke really, uh, Coach K, for the most part, outside of what, 20, what was it, 19? He owns. Yeah, he, he had plenty of success there. And then you get Duke, Arkansas, a rematch of the 94 National Championship. Then you have the potential of either UCLA, the bluest of the blue blood, or the arch rival. Yeah. And then the possibility of Kansas out there, who Coach K beat right. to win his first title back in 1991. It's all uh, shaping up all right there. I'm rooting for Kansas, Duke. Go Arkansas. What? Who said that? That wasn't me. That was someone in the back. Go Razor's backs. Woo! Pig, I just think that's a bad matchup for them. I really do. Duke presents a lot of trouble to anyone that wants to play man-to-man, -man, like deny the passing lanes type defense because they have so many options. So it's hard to, you know, really help anywhere because, you know, all the guys are skilled enough to drive and kick, and then all the guys are talented enough to catch, shoot. You know, all of them can get to the rim. Then Mark Williams – kind of evens the playing field from a size standpoint because he rebounds, he contests and blocks shots. You know, he can finish on offense. So I'm feeling good about the Blue Devils. I mean, they still have, they still have to go do it, but, you know, I do have Duke tomorrow. Actually, I think that line can't, went down to three and a half. Uh, opened it four. No, it's pretty much four everywhere. Yeah, that's four everywhere. Okay. Uh, there's one, I see one three and a half 
offshore. But everywhere here in Vegas, it's four. And I think uh, Colorado just scored again. There you oh. go. Yeah, I'm feeling a little better about my puck line. Now it's 6-3. Um, by the way, we do have a break in the action, so let's take a look at the live line uh, with uh, UNC and UCLA just trading. I mean, this is like Rocky and uh, Apollo, man. There's no defense, and this one's just a boom, boom. Uh, Your live line, as you sh see it right there on the screen, it's actually bumped up just a little bit. Uh, UCLA minus one and a half. So remember, your pregame total or pregame line was two and a half. Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, it's right around the number, and then... Miami is leading at the half, 32-29 to 29 over Iowa State. Your second-half number there is Miami minus one-and-a-half uh, at Circa with a total of 71 in the second half. So your full game there at DraftKings, four-and-a-half for the game, a total of 132. Miami leading by three. Once again, that game going just a hair under in the first half. And Aaron Oster, our producer, let me know this. In the Sweet 16, mm -hmm. all eight first halves went under. Wow. So the good thing is, Sean, I wrote up for VEASAN.com today, and we mentioned it last night, that I really liked Villanova-Houston under 128.5, and I also played first half under 60. So clearly, this trend will end, <laughs> and uh, there will be 87 points in the Houston-Villanova first half. I don't see how that happens. I mean, they're so similar. You know, they both commit, you know, so much energy, effort, discipline, and intelligence on the defensive end. Like, it's hard to, you know, go on big runs against them. You can make shots, but it's hard to consistently, you know, execute your offense, you know, unless you just have much better personnel. I, I wrote it up for the website, and I, I, I think my first line was, this is the, the gif that you all see of Spider-Man pointing at the other Spider-Man. <laughs> I mean, that's what this is. I mean, those two teams are incredibly slow uh, they've actually gotten even slower in the NCAA tournament, which is hard to believe. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, Houston and Jim Root pointed this out. I was te texting with him today that Houston held Arizona, a team that averages like 73 possessions per game. That game had 62 possessions. It's it insane. Uh, and Houston, by the way, I mean, man, what a phenomenal job. 54-51, UCLA with the lead, 9.46 to go in the game. And a UNC with possession after Brady Manning just missed a three. Uh, but, ooh, got to make those big Yeah, boys. ball don't lie. I should have been UCLA ball. Yeah, I was anyway. surprised that they got the ball yeah. back there. That ball was definitely out on North Carolina. What do you think second half, Miami, Iowa State? You said Miami's minus one. Is that what you said? Minus one and a half. Hmm. As UCLA... Increases their lead to five. What's the total? They finished at 61. 71. The only worry I would say about, you know, the potential of taking under there, because that's where I would lean, would be it's under. the free throws. The free throws at yeah, the end. Yeah, I wouldn't touch the total in the second half. That always, that always is the worry. I feel like Miami was always on the cusp in the first half of kind of pulling away. You yeah. know what I mean? And like you said, I mean, you you, you pointed it out. I mean, it, it kind of was played in the in the Iowa State pace. Um, and yet it still ended up at 61. Right. Which is, it looked, right. like, they, it looked like it was on a, a 50, 51 pace. So Miami turned it over a bunch in the first half. They had eight turnovers. Remember, they had a combined seven turnovers as UNC turns it over on the inbound here. So UCLA trying to extend their lead. I think UNC has now had five straight empty possessions. It's an opportunity for UCLA to uh, extend this lead as UNC has turned it over. You're going to 
fire up the in-game yeah, I just want to see what the in-game looks like. As now you and... Ooh! Jaime Jaquez just had a easy look, but for... Brady Manick, who, remember, Brady Manick is the one who got ejected from the last game for the elbow. He had a, a clear shot at a rebound here. It gets deflected off of Riley. But they said it was last touch by UNC, so possession stays with the Bruins. And uh, Brady Manick tonight, 10 points, 2 of 7 from 3. Right now, UNC really struggling from 3. 6 for 21, while U UCLA has been pretty consistent uh, down low. And we'll see. Right now, this is the nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. Game on. Time for the Yingling Pick'em Challenge. Bring the goods during college basketball's biggest tournament. Play for free in eight pools and make winning picks for your share of $40,000 in cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Yingling now to join the action. Yingling, logger up and bring the goods. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. And we have a barn burner going. UCLA up 58-56 right at the six-minute mark of the second half. I mean, this has been some exceptional basketball, Tim. Ooh, and one. I tried to end-game it. North Carolina just made a shot, Mr. <laughs> Love, and they're going to the free-throw line. I don't even know how you end-game this one because it's just been so back and forth. Maybe you have a little bit of a window. Yeah, Carolina was plus 129 on the money line. That probably was the only thing that I kind of looked at that I thought about betting, but... I think I missed my window because when UCLA went up, I, I had plus two and a half or mm -hmm. plus 150, but I mean, it was oh, gone just was like that. See, I, I almost wish, and I know the NBA continuations get a little out of control. Like yeah. I smack you at the three point line yeah. and you go make a layup and <laughs> like, yeah, and one. But I, the, the play we just saw right there. That was a brick. Uh, was to me was, was, was an and one. So I feel like UCLA's getting easier shots. I agree. Like I feel like North Carolina's making like some unbelievable one-on-one -on -one plays, but it just seems like UCLA's attempts are a little bit crisper, cleaner. So I'm kind of I want to almost lean towards. See what I mean? There you go. Yeah, no. like I almost want to lean towards siding with UCLA. Let me see what I can get. So we had a good question, and you can always tweet us by the way at one Tim Murray and uh, at Real Sean King. And uh, Big Mo, who is uh, a regular listener and contributor on Twitter, we always appreciate the uh, the questions and comments. Uh, he said, as Brady Manick misses a three. Ooh, oh, we got a foul on the ground. Four stations has it locked. He says, what do you guys project the line to be in the UCLA-UNC winner against the Peacocks? Both UNC and UCLA better than Purdue, so do you project it to be higher? Great call, King Peacock. Appreciate it. Um, I'll, I'll say, say 10. Uh, no, it'll be higher. Uh, if it's UCLA, so it was 12 and a half today against Purdue. Purdue now Purdue's you, a higher seed. Yeah, but you have to think about where they are power rated. Uh, UCLA is, is power rated higher than Purdue. So I think St. Peter's going to get another bump. I would say it would be, if it's UCLA, I think it'll be 13. And a half. If it's UNC, UNC's power rated lower than Purdue. I would say that would be, and St. Peter's get a bump. I'd say like 10 and a half. Yeah, I put 10 and a half, 11. 
I responded to him. All right. And Stations, why do you lock the uh, in-game betting so soon? Jeez. Really bugs me. Second half underway in uh, in Chicago as Miami leading Iowa State 32-31. to 31. Um, But, yeah, that'll be, uh, that'll be interesting because, you know, once again, you're adjusting to St. Peter's mm-hmm. getting better. You are. Uh, they opened, you know, they were 18-and-a-half against Kentucky. They were 12-and-a-half today against Purdue. Um, they, their power rating, obviously, is continuing to improve. But you can't, as a bookmaker, overreact too much. Right. You have to stick true to your numbers. So I would say if it's UNC, I think your tweet to him was probably accurate, 10-and-a-half. Uh, but I would say if it's UCLA, it'll be more, it'll be like 13, 13-and-a-half. 13 as UNC takes, takes the, the lead. lead. Brady Manick Gosh. buries the three. Why didn't I hit bet? Oh, I had it plus 2-and-a-half, plus 150. <laughs> Like, well, that's the thing with in-game betting. Like, you have to have a plan. You have to sit there and wait till you get the number you want. And when it shows up, oh. you, have, you have to hit it. So, it's funny here in studio. So, we've got a TV right in front of us. And then we've got our feed. Uh, you know, so when we come back from break, we see the, you know, the pictures. Or if we have a graphic, we could see it on the screen so we could see what we're looking at. So, the other game is actually up top. And as Brady Manick hits the three in this just wonderfully executed, beautiful basketball game, I look up, and Iowa State's dude is pulling a three and airballs it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, that's the two games we've got going on tonight. <laughs> Iowa State and Miami, and then this just crisp, beautiful game, two wonderful uniforms, right, right. blue bloods, and I look up there, it's Miami and Iowa State, and they're just like blocking shots, Turning balls over, get maroon and whatever that color is on Iowa State's jersey, and got the the you know the the pelican for uh, for Miami. So it's just kind of funny to to look at the two games we've got going on right now. Um, yeah, and come you know come Sunday afternoon, you will have Kansas against the winner of of this game, and and then you've got UNC against St. Peter's. Mm-hmm. So the Saturday slate for sure is a little more. Uh, appetizing, I would say, with Houston Villanova first up, and then Duke and Arkansas as the. Uh, I think it's tougher as the nightcap. It's tougher though, to bet or you, I'm just saying well, to, just to like uh, really to, feel strongly about a side. Well, and I said, you like, know, I feel like these are two. I, th- I I do think it's a bad matchup for Arkansas, but I mean, I couldn't really give you like a, a strong opinion, Houston Villanova. I mean, I think they're spitting images of each other almost. I'd, I'd say I think Houston's probably more athletic, but, you know, at the same time, like, you know, Villanova has athletes, too. It's just a, it's a great matchup. I'm excited to watch it. I do think the final score is going to be in the 50s. Let's hope, man. That is my uh, my best bet uh, of, of tomorrow is the under in that game. It's uh, It was 128.5 last night. Where is it at right now? Uh, it was 120. Still 128. So, actually, you can get a 128.5 out there. Uh, if you search around, it looks like uh, the folks at uh, Caesars William Hill have that. So we'll, we'll get more of uh, an update on those uh, and, and previews on that. What You got another thought? Uh, yeah, I got my uh, the first half of my parlay through. Calgary won 4-2, so I hit the uh, puck line in that game. And nice. I am up 6-3 to three in the Avalanche Flyers game with about five minutes left. Uh, Avs are making me nervous, though. I feel like the whole third period has been played right in front of their goal. <laughs> But at least I have a one-goal cushion, but I'm, I'm not comfortable yet. I'm trying to figure out how to in-game bet Iowa State-Miami. I cannot get a good feel on this game. 
You should have joined me when I had the seven and a half. Yeah, I know. I was on the other end over there. Ooh, ooh. good shot. There we go. See, they heard me talking smack. That was a nice step back jumper. Iowa State. That was the thing about this Iowa State, you know, and we talked about it a lot, and, and everyone who came on our show was Miami, 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 Miami. Boy, makes me a little nervous. I know. That I also made me nervous. And I took them on the money line, and then as the week even went on, I'm like, oh, boy. I'm like, Has any, I'm like anyone out there like Iowa? Hello? Anyone? Then, Anyone like Iowa State? Well, we find out that our good friend Derek Stevens in the circle, they need Iowa State. I mean, it's going to be quite the night. Who did, did they say they had a, they they want UCLA right. in this spot? And I bet you my guess would be this, Sean, that, I mean, the St. Peter's, once again, we're not saying that we feel for our, our friend Derek Stevens. The house losing is usually very good for our listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that money line just absolutely <laughs> was a dagger. And that's the interesting thing. So usually, right, Sean, right. when the underdog is winning, that's when the public tries to middle it right. or fire away on a shorter price. And what Sean, what Derek said earlier in the show was, no, they just kept firing on St. Peter's. <laughs> just, just kept going in on St. Peter's. So. You know, it's interesting because... We kind of had the same approach, but we were effectively implementing it differently because you and Aaron and a lot of those games were taking the favorites first to 10, first to 15. Underdogs. I mean, the underdogs. Which, by the way, St. Peter's did not get first to 10 or first to 15. But it was interesting because you guys were taking the underdogs first to 10, first to 15. I was doing the complete opposite. I was hoping the underdog got a lead and then I can get the favorite. Right plus a half a point, plus money for halftime. Yeah, we were kind of working together. Yeah, we were working so together it was working bit. out brilliantly, but I never thought about taking Purdue. Ever. It, uh, that yeah. never crossed my mind. I, it just, I mean. Purdue stinks. Yeah, and that's the funny thing. I kept saying that to you was that I, I don't like Purdue. I didn't mm-hmm. ever, never liked them. But I just, I thought the matchup was going to be bad. I thought they were going to take advantage of it. And Think and about this. I was wrong. Against a team that, for the lo- most, for a large portion of the game, Never had more than one player on the court over 6-6. Never did Purdue go Williams and Edie on the court at the same time. And, and I'll say this. as St. Peter's, and you give them credit for being a little bit more um, disciplined tonight. Also, I felt first half, they swallowed the whistle a little bit. Which is good. I like when they swallow the whistle. But St. Peter's, another part of my handicap, in addition to the size, was that they foul a ton. Right. And that Purdue gets to the line a ton. And St. Peter's, now it's skewed because St. Peter's ended up getting free throws at the end of the game when they were fouling, even though very uh, slowly, which another thing. like what, what And they we, made them. Shout out to St. Peter's. What are we doing? But Purdue shot six less free throws with two dudes who are taller than anyone then on their on their roster. But Purdue, adios. Great win for St. Peter's. And they wait. They wait for UNC and UCLA. More on that game as we wrap up Hour 2. Next, right here on the Nightcap. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
the love out there. Caleb Love is the name as he just buried another three. That is one, two, three, four, five, six threes. Oh, man. For Mr. Caleb Love. And it felt like for a moment, Sean, UCLA up three, stretching, the, stretching it out a little bit. And then after a, a poor three, just Am couldn't I, get one rebound. UCLA get, had to get one rebound. Armando Baycott races it down, throws it back. Love grabs it. Bang. Next time down, looked like, I don't know who it was for uh, for UCLA who missed the three. I think it was Jaime Jaquez misses a corner three, looked online, and then here comes Caleb Love. Bang. <laughs> Caleb Love. And this is why UNC is scary, because they have no depth. However, the dudes that play are legit, and Caleb Love's got 28 points. He looks like he has an NBA box score. He's 6 of 14 from three. He's fired, 11 man. of 24 from the field. He has 28 points. But again, I just think, like, you have to run him off the three-point line. Like, when you're playing that man-to-man defense, you have to get up and into him and force him to go to the basket. You know, I just don't think you can play off of him when he's hot like that. Like, you got to force him. You know, to go and make a contested shot, you know, at the rim or something. But uh, UCLA, they're not in the- At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Envio position right now, they're down three. It's 58.2 seconds left. What a play by the big fella too, saving that ball. See right there, you see how he backs off of him? Like you got to stay up on love. He is feeling yeah, it, Yeah, man. you can't bet. Like, watch, they're playing off of him. You got to get up. Make him go to the goal. By the way, the other game going on, Miami on a, I think it's a 7-0 run. Largest lead of the game right now for the Canes. He's got 25 in the second half. The 35. <sighs> We're under a minute. I mean, this, Caleb Love is is playing out of his mind. And uh, we'll see what UCLA can do. Hawkes misses on the front and now a rebound. This you, one's over. UNC, uh, now they'll play it out. 14-second difference, game and shot clock. How about the end of this game? Now, I've seen this happen. They're going to let, let UNC waste all this time. And get and they're an gonna offensive foul rebound? Him. No, they're going to oh, foul him. Yeah. Watch. Then now somebody's going to go out there and they're going to foul him late after all the time's off the clock. Yeah. Here we go. Big shot coming up here for UNC backers. Oh, in and out. Oh! Pippen! And this thing is Dunsky and the dream of a Coach K Duke versus UNC Final Four game on an 8-0 run by UNC. And I'll be honest, Caleb Love obviously deserves the credit for making the shot, Sean, but that 
But the Armando Baycott save yes, that was is huge. a game that is a is is something that needs to be pointed out. As Armando Baycott, by the way, also had the tip in there. He did uh, to make it a 69-64 game. Just like that, Caleb Love misses a three. If UCLA gets that rebound, they've got a chance to extend the lead. And now it is a five-point lead for the Tar Heels. And uh, the Tar Heels looking like they'll be playing the old Peacocks. And all a I- matchup, by the way. Sorry to interrupt, mm-hmm. Sean. A matchup in the Elite Eight that'll, if you combine the seeds, it'll be 23. Wow. Think about that. And, and all I can sit here, and <laughs> if you guys have been watching the show, I – Got North Carolina plus two and a half, plus 150, and I went to make the bet, and it said the lines have changed. It's true. It oh, my goodness. Oh, oh, man. This cost me 1500 <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. I actually did have some UNC. I'm looking back on my spreadsheet. I'm like, oh, I actually had UNC. doesn't make up for the loss I had on Purdue today, but uh, as uh, it's now 69-66, so you said UNC's going to have to make their foul shots. Uh, just quick uh, gander up top. Uh, Miami with They're the ball back. Pull away. What yeah. are you up? Three at the half? Uh, yes. Oh. And this is a. Yeah. Oh, looked like that one was going. How about man. this? I'm rooting for Miami just so I can peacock about the ACC. <laughs> Three teams in the final eight. I heard Aaron Oster, our fantabulous producer, and my esteemed co host, Tim Murray, tell me how terrible. It is. The ACC conference You can't was. do the revisionist history. And it was not a good conference yeah, this it year. It looks as though the ACC is going to have three units out of the eight available in the North Carolina eight. all year underachieved. I'm just talking about the results. Duke was over. I don't want to know how they made the sausage. I just know that the sausage tastes well, pretty good. You know good. who was clearly underrated, probably needed more teams, was the MAC. I mean, come on. It's not a one-bid league. Sean, hey. I mean, they're in the Elite Eight. St. Peter's is making a case. I mean. But you're right. Rick Pitino, he should be in there too, baby. Come on, Iona and St. Peter's deserve what to was be that? in there. What was the outcome? Manhattan, I don't know what their record was this year, but put them in. Is there any way to find the odds? There was Siena a, there was a prop bet that I saw about which conference would have the most teams. I don't know if it was the Final Four or the Elite Eight, but I wonder what that, what that, where the ACC was in that. I bet that was juicy. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, here we go. Are you going to file it? Closing seconds. What are you doing? Well, Purdue, I mean, they, they might have watched earlier today, Purdue letting, you know, 12 seconds off the clock in between fouling uh, St. Peter's. They let a full two seconds go. Mm. Love has 25 in the second half. He has see. been out of his mind tonight. Hey, shout out to Hubert Davis, man. Got to give Hubert some credit. I mean, first year as a head coach. And this wasn't like a North Carolina team that everybody thought was a top three team coming into the season. Like, they thought this was going to be a down year for the Tar Heels, and Miami hits a three to go up nine. I mean, hey, it's looking like, yeah, Leo Love makes the first free throw. Going to be UNC and St. Peter's, just like we all predicted in the Elite Eight. Then if Duke wins and UNC wins, guess who we get in the Final Four? Wow. Never those two teams, those two schools have never met in the NCAA tournament, and they have the chance to meet in the Final Four as now the seconds are off, and UNC has defeated UCLA. They close the gate. Look at Roy Williams. Roy Williams, old deputy dog. Uh. it. He is enjoying retirement. He is uh, sitting there as a fan, 
And uh, the UNC Tar Heels are moving on to the Elite Eight where they will face off against the Peacocks of St. Peter's. And just... And I will say prediction right now, I will say the opening line ten, will be ten and, a half. ten and a half. Yeah. And as fate would have it, if the two teams on a tobacco road can both win tomorrow and Sunday, mm-hmm. they will have a full oh my God. six days to hype it up. Because Final Four not the next Saturday. So they have a full six days to... I mean, Go down memory lane and relive all of the great Duke-UNC battles. Shout out to the Tar Heels, man. It was 64-61 to 61 with two minutes to go. Yep. Caleb Love put up a... And missed. A poor three. Mm-hmm. But Armando Baycott was the unsung hero there. He Chased was. that ball down, grabbed it in the air, falling out of bounds, chucked it far enough back. Caleb Love grabbed it, bang, hit a three, changed the entire game, and uh, now a late foul call. Uh, oh, Does this have any total? Let's check the total situation here. They're sitting at 137, I think? No, no. it is not. 141 and a half. We're, we're, you're safe. Anyone? So point three is not enough? No. Yeah, you're good. No, okay. no chance that this will lead to an over because uh, you can't catch and shoot with less than four-tenths of a second. So UNC will just... Add a little bit more to it as UCLA, a preseason top five team. A little ups and downs this year. And this is it for the Pac-12, right? Doesn't this put the conference to bed? Uh, yes, it does. Yeah. Night, night. They're all done. And it will be nine teams remaining. North Carolina moving on to take on St. Peter's. Woo. 73-66 now officially the final score. Uh, so another, by the way, another Popular dog comes through. The popular dogs are all a ball barking tonight as UNC beats UCLA. And uh, to your point, Sean, now, once again, Duke's got to take care of business against Arkansas. Oh, absolutely. And they have to take and care they of business. Hey, yeah, St. Peter's ain't going to bed tonight like no, they're done. No, not the way that, not yeah. the swag that that team has. By the way, I have no shot against UNC. I would think no. <laughs> None. Whatever they put that number at, take UNC. You're getting off your peacocktivity there. Yeah, it's about matchups. Purdue's a big, plotting, slow team, average athletes, not a non-elite guard play. Then you get Love and Davis coming in there with backcourt and then the headband. I mean, that's a whole different animal. And North Carolina's a better rebounding team than Purdue, even though they're not as big. Man, North Carolina, good for them. Getting it good and together what at the right Duke time. Have <laughs> Come on, Muslim. You had a great season. Uh, this is enough. Making the Elite Eight is enough for our UNC on to the Elite Eight. Cash those tickets. Plus 125, whatever it might have been on the money line. That comes on home. It'll be UNC and St. Peter's in the Elite Eight. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.